Hello, hello, hello. We're back again for episode eight of the Get Together podcast. We are on eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why I just made that noise. Um, (laughs) Hi, guys. It's Gerida. Marika. It's Teresa. Renee. And we're back again for another episode. So, yeah, let's just get straight into the juicy stuff. Right. So, yesterday morning, I woke up and I just decided, let me just scroll through my LinkedIn real quick, just because you just never know um, what's happening on that side of the pond. And I saw a couple posts that actually was very alarming because I was just like, these people surely can't be serious. Um, And I actually tweeted about it. I was literally like, the stories on LinkedIn are absolutely ridiculous. And I even got some people replying with other stories. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to read out one of them because everyone needs to see the madness that's being displayed on this um, website. everybody's losing their minds. Everyone's absolutely losing their minds. So basically, this guy, I'm not even going to say his name, but he basically posted this little story. So he said, I interviewed a candidate through Skype last week. During the call, I heard kids crying in the background. His wife was also talking. The the experience was too noisy. The room he sat was, I think he meant to say the room he sat in was clumsy. I was a bit, wait, how can a room be clumsy? Anyways. I guess it was messy. Yeah. Careless. Okay, yeah, cool. I was a bit disappointed. I expected a more professional approach from him. Somehow he felt my disappointment while answering my questions and became unsettled. He stuttered several times. After the interview, I told him I wasn't impressed with how he presented himself. That's actually a mad thing to say straight after the interview, though. Exactly. Mm. Um, he burst into tears. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir. I live in a room with my family. There's nowhere they could have stayed. How do you know he sounds like yeah. that? <laughs> I, just imagine, I just imagine him being really stressed and out of breath. <laughs> after you burst into tears, do you know what I mean? When you're, you're trying to catch your breath and be like, I'm sorry, sir. Um, anyways, we used to live in a bigger apartment before I lost. Okay, no, this is actually serious. We used to live in a bigger apartment before I lost my job three years ago. This is all I can afford for now. I failed my family. I know I have. He said in tears. Fucking, you gonna say all that in tears? Um, I felt bad. <laughs> I had no idea that he was going through a tough time. I apologized and encouraged him not to feel heartbroken. After all, he's trying his best. Besides, he did well in the interview. Can we just go back to the point where he said he was disappointed? Exactly. But anyways, um. Besides, he did well in the interview. I gave him the contract and asked if he'd like to start next month. He couldn't believe it because he thought I was going to dismiss him. He shouted out for joy. Hey, baby, I got the job. I saw his wife come to hug him. I was moved. Nah, man, I've learned that. I learned never to judge anyone. Life is balanced. Please... Let's try to make someone smile. Okay, Hashtag be human. So, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the madness that's on LinkedIn because... That story was just ridiculous. First of all, I don't even think that story was real. And I just think that guy thought he came across as somebody that was doing a good deed. Absolutely. Um, And it also seems like he, that guy wasn't given the job on merit. It was like on circumstance. If it is true. He probably thought, oh, this would make a good LinkedIn story. Let me hire him. (laughs) I wouldn't even be surprised if after the probation period he failed. (laughs) Like, honestly, <laughs> these people are absolutely mad. But um, that was one of the stories. And I just have to show, I just have to read one more um, because this is actually a pandemic on LinkedIn. I can't lie. All right, this one's a quick one. The power of a positive attitude. A friend of mine used to work at a clothes shop as a sales assistant. First of all, they detailed what they did. Packing clothes, tagging clothes, bagging clothes. What really? Else? We know what really? Sell, That's we what know a sales assistant does. Like, um, serving customers, working weekends. I don't know why that kills me. Like any other sales assistant. <laughs> like any other sales assistant. 
but there seemed a little chance of progression at the store and the future was uncertain. <laughs> Who told you that? Bear in mind, this isn't his story. Um, he was... No, nah, wait, sorry. Let me read this bit again. There seemed little chance of progression at the store and the future was uncertain. He was an immigrant. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a degree. He didn't have friends in high places. However, one thing he did have was a positive attitude. <laughs> he always served customers with great enthusiasm. No, man, they did the most. They did the most and a smile. One day, a bank manager came to the store. She was served by my friend. The manager was impressed by the young man's customer service. So impressed, in fact, that he asked him whether he'd consider working at a bank. The rest was history. My friend landed a job in retail banking and ended up becoming a manager. His positive attitude and dedication to customer service took him higher and higher as he progressed to a senior position in a financing company. An immigrant with neither a degree nor connections went from the shop floor to heights that he could have never imagined. So how far can a positive attitude take us? Pretty far, it would seem. Like... I mean, it's a nice message in theory. No, in practice... Honestly, that doesn't happen every day. I just feel like these people are so out of touch that I just needed to just highlight that. Please, if you're on LinkedIn, please don't be doing the most. And I'm actually so certain that some of these stories are fake. <laughs> well, if you want to know more, follow me on Twitter <laughs> at it's cherry underscore <laughs> to find out more on my LinkedIn chronicles. LinkedIn enthusiast. <laughs> no, don't follow me on LinkedIn, please. But yeah, I just need people to just stop being so dramatic and so condescending on LinkedIn because Absolutely. it's actually a pandemic. So um, I see this topic um, going around on Instagram about boundaries. So what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to um, talk about it over a few episodes um, because it was like a whole series on Instagram and it's quite good to talk about a few episodes. Um, the first one is about um, you can still say yes and have boundaries. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you think about that with regards to relationships, family, friends? etc what do you guys think i think it's facts across the board i just think that you're allowed to agree to do something or agree to a motive i don't know agree to a friendship a relationship and still have your boundaries yeah like everybody has a point where they might need their own space or their Mm -hmm. own downtime so i think it's really important to maintain those boundaries and also um, be able to actually express your boundaries to other people. Yeah. I feel like boundaries are also, just in general, are really important as you grow up because a lot of the time you're dealing with a lot of stuff and if you don't have boundaries and things that you... I don't know, like, wait, boundaries just help you maintain yourself a little bit. They help you actually not go crazy because mm. it's easy to be someone that doesn't have boundaries and mm. say yes to everybody and everything. And then you literally lie in bed and you're completely burnt out. And you have you don't really have anyone else to blame but yourself because you allowed yourself to be that, like, like a free free for all for everyone and everything. So I feel like, for me, that's why it's really important mm. um, in terms of saying, like, you can say yes and still have boundaries, mm-hmm. um, especially with your relationships with people. Because I don't know about you guys, but, like, for a long time, I was somebody that was a people pleaser. Mm. So I felt that, okay, well, I'm your friend or I'm in a relationship with you or I'm your child. So that means that everything is a go. Mm-hmm. Like, I should just be able to say yes. And even if people ask you things and they m- may not have bad intentions for you, but at the end of the day you might not be in the right headspace to do or yeah do or say whatever they want you to yeah so I feel like that whole thing of being able to have boundaries is important for that so I don't know I just think it's a little mm. bit of self-preservation mm-hmm. in my eyes but yeah 
And sometimes I think like boundaries is not like a yes or no thing. Like you can agree to help someone mm-hmm. up until a certain point. Yeah. You might have other things going on. You can say, you know what, like I can help you, but I have this or this or I don't know. I just think it's important to like make sure you also put yourself first. Yeah. In situations. But yeah, I feel like we should dig deeper, especially like let's say with the relationship one. Because when we was talking about it before, we was saying the whole thing of like for example if someone asks you on a date and you say yes a lot of people have that thing of okay he's paid for me exactly and Mm. i owe you something um so if i was to look at it with the whole you can say yes and still have boundaries just because you said yes to a date that doesn't Mm. mean that you should say that okay i'm open for everything now Mm -hmm. like i don't owe you anything exactly i feel but uh, i don't know where it is yet but in that situation, I'm that person that's like always feels mm. like, oh, I owe you something. Yeah. Not like, do you know what I mean? I feel like, oh, I don't know. I, I just find it hard to, to accept yeah. mm. receiving things, but then not giving back, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm. Do you know what I think it is as well, though? You have to believe in your own source. Mm. A little, because it, it, do you know what? It doesn't seem like it comes from that, but it also does, because when you know, like, I'm actually lit to be with i don't i didn't have like i didn't have to say yes to you but i did Mm -hmm. kind of thing and i feel like if you're not willing to accept my what's the word if you're not willing to accept my standards Mm. then that's okay somebody else will somebody Mm. that thinks i'm lit enough will and it i don't know that's kind of how Mm. i see it and it helps you weed out the people that really shouldn't be in your life in terms of relationships because if you don't want to be with someone where you feel like you're constantly compromising your boundaries on Mm. the most basic level because then they're gonna feel like you owe me all this stuff because i've done this for you and Mm. it's like no that's Mm. not it that's kind of how i see it i think the same thing can be said for friends as well Mm. like you can agree to a motive and then if you're not feeling the vibe you can leave the motive yeah Mm -hmm. that's my brand Mm. Like, it's okay to do that. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be the person that is somewhere where they don't necessarily want to be. But, yeah, I don't know. What else? But do you think it's, like, harder to have boundaries with family? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm. Yes. I think... Do you know why I think it's harder, though? Because if... When you're being... Like, as you're brought up, you're taught to say like what the adult says goes so then it's like at what stage do you does that flip switch where you're like hold on a minute I can actually put my foot down a little bit and it's something that you have to consciously do because as you're growing up you're told okay when mum or dad tells you to cross the road this way you cross the road when they tell you this is what you're eating for dinner this is what you're eating for dinner Mm -hmm. and then it as you get older obviously you have maybe you have different expectations of yourself or you have different boundaries that Mm -hmm. they obviously didn't set in place you know it for yourself so it's like you actually have to end up having those conversations with your parents at a certain point because I think it ends up with you guys butting heads constantly until it's addressed but I think it's hard I think it's hard because that's not what you're taught to do when you're young you're not really taught to be a self-assured person that's like actually I don't feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. some kids are but I don't think most are I think my household is a bit strange because like with my mum and dad like I can easily set boundaries like Mm. I think everybody, I think we all do that, basically. But I think the issue that I have is with extended family members oh my God. that sort of don't understand how we operate in my household. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I think they just kind of expect me to do everything and 
yeah I just don't think that it's right yeah, and it's it's yeah. weird because it's like I still understand that they're the adult in the situation so mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to disrespect my auntie or uncle mm-hmm. so it's a tough one it's a cultural thing isn't it yeah, yeah. it's yeah, that definitely. thing of like if you if you're not saying yes to what I'm saying then you're a rude respect child respect your elders you basically you're not respectful but there's I don't know I think as the generations keep going it's gonna be different mm-hmm. because I see a difference with like grandparents to aunties to cousins and yeah. I just know that the way like I am for example I'm gonna raise my kids will be different I think it's good to have a selfish old person because what mm-hmm. ends up happening is like there's people in the world that are scared to speak up when it comes to authority for example mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. our parents would have taken so much shit when they was here growing up mm-hmm. but as we're knowing more about the world and how like mm-hmm. capitalism works and how other cultures and races work, you realize, hold on a minute, I don't have to take all this mm-hmm. shit. Like I'm allowed to speak up. There's mm-hmm. a reason why there's, what's it called? What's that thing called in work? Unions. There's a reason why there's unions and yeah. there's a reason why people have HR and well, even though HR can be problematic, but like, I don't know. There's a lot of things in the society that tells you that actually you should actually speak up. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's Do you know what I was going to say? This kind of falls into you. And I don't want to talk too much about work, but it's like um, a lot of our parents' generations say when we have jobs, right? Mm. It's kind of like if you try to express something to them, it'll be like, oh, just be grateful you have the job. Yeah. Like they could give mm-hmm. it to somebody else sort yeah. of thing. Luckily, I feel like my parents aren't like that. Like, mm. they kind of advised me to leave my last job. But mm. from what I've heard from, like, friends and, like, family members, not everybody's household is that way. Yeah, no. But yeah, yeah, I think that's got to change. But I think it is changing and our generation will be more open-minded. I think, yeah, I think everyone has more knowledge about these things. So it's easier to... I don't know, but how do you guys feel? Like, in terms of with jobs, for example, or people of authority, do you feel like it's easy for you to say no or to question things even? Or do you just kind of go with it? Jobs. It really depends what kind of workplace it is. Mm -hmm. Because, like, with one of my workplaces, I'll usually Mm. just tell them no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll look at them and just be like, well, you... (laughs) (laughs) Nah, especially when it's people that are on the same pay wage as me. Oh, exactly. Don't tell me anything. Yeah. yeah. But um, other job, like mm. other job that I'm in, there's like a level, like there's a hierarchy. And it's mm. like where I'm at, I've got people will ask me to do things mm. and it is it within my job role yeah. to do things. that like I can just say either I don't have capacity and ask mm. someone else to do it. But mm-hmm. either way, like I'll have to say yes like there's there's mm. not really any boundaries within that mm. place because it's my job role mm. and that's what i'm being paid to do even yeah. though i may not do it often or it may be a one-off task that mm. i'm not meant to do but because there's no one else that can do it it's part of my job role to at least help and yeah. do it so i don't really have a boundaries with that one but with my other job i tell them to fuck off <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel like so you say you see where you say like if someone tells you obviously this is what you need to do yada yada do you feel like there's been other people in your role that have been like at certain moments oh i'm really overwhelmed right now so can i or i don't know speak about how they're feeling in terms of their workload and it's been managed differently like has that happened or not really yeah like certain people's workloads are different like someone will be like i mean it's just if you don't have capacity then they'll ask someone can you like can you do it because mm-hmm. i've had like colleagues that have said to me because when I first started obviously yeah. I was like oh my god I have to say yes to everything yeah. but as you get on there's certain things you can say no to because if I physically it's don't true. have exactly. yes you're overwhelmed and I feel for you but 
uh, why am I gonna then take on that spin? Mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed as well. Like, and I'm also, you might not it complete is. it to like the standard they want. Exactly, and then so they'll complain at you again. So exactly. I guess in that sense, you kind of need to have a level where you need to kind of at least be able to say no to people mm. in a sense mm-hmm. that it is the correct correct way of saying it. For example, like if you don't have capacity, do not take on something you can't handle. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because then, if you take on someone else's work, it's and if you don't do it right mm-hmm. for that person, then you're the one that's going to get in trouble not the other person yeah but whereas with my other job it's just generic like anyone could do anyone anyone should be able to do anything yeah so when someone's asking me to do a job that you can do Mm -hmm. i will look in your face and tell you no Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. or i'll tell you why can't you do it Mm -hmm. like so you can't say that in other jobs why can't you do it i could definitely say that but the the other one is like we all are on the same level Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we all can do what everyone else can do so yeah. it's just like you yeah. shouldn't be passing on work like that in the other job do you know what it is as well though i feel like in a lot of more corporate places there's a politics to the way you say things and the way you do things mm-hmm. and i think once you figure out what it is then it's not that you would say no to things but in terms of the boundary conversation you'd be able to say oh my workload is like this so i can get to that but let me let you know now yeah. i can probably get to it at mm-hmm. this and this time um, yeah, in order to get it done to the way that you want it to be done I feel like if you speak about it in that way then it's easier but mm-hmm. to me I feel like where sometimes you're raised with that whole mentality of you have to be 10 times better to get like halfway to where everyone else is or whatever it makes you feel like if I say no then I'm basically ruining my chances mm-hmm. of either developing or progressing mm-hmm. or being seen as somebody that's a serious that's candidate true. but also I feel like if you say yes to everything, you'll end up having burnout and then they wonder why retention rates for certain races, et cetera, are so low because in your head you feel like, okay, well, I have to prove myself, so I'm just going to do everything. But then you end up burning out and then you don't make it through the long haul. So it's a mm-hmm. lot of things to consider, but it's, there's definitely an art and a politic and a poli- I don't know if that's even the right word. There's Basically, there's an art to how to say, not no, but how to kind of enforce your boundaries in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Even with relationships, in my eyes, obviously you don't have to be rude. Or, yeah, it's like, easier with relationships. Mm. I don't know. Is for it for me, it's easier with relationships because mm. I'm not contracted to that relationship. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. That's true. My boss can turn around and say at work, well, this is in your job role. Disciplinary. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My man can't be like, this is in your job role. <laughs> oh my God. The world will free arguments. <laughs> No, are you It'd actually mad? Could you actually imagine? But yeah, I don't know. Boundaries, boundaries are definitely important in every area of your life. Um, do you guys find it easy to enforce boundaries in general, though? Um, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, mm. I don't know. I'm not, uh, well now I do. Yeah. Because yeah, obviously, mm. it was shit in the past, but now I, I don't know. What do you think has changed? Probably when something's like happened to me, where I mm. there was no boundaries. Like I was just too busy trying to like please stop like i was too busy trying to be a good friend mm. and that ended up backfiring and i'm the one that got burnt so it's yeah true. it's just since then i kind of have boundaries yeah on that note um that's everything boundaries related and we'll continue to talk about boundaries um throughout the other episodes because it's a big topic that not a lot of people speak about mm. um but yeah moving on swiftly to lighter topics who wants their man to have a male wig? Boo. <laughs> Get off the stage. <laughs> Throws the martyr. 
Um, yeah, so I was watching BBC News with my grandma the other day, and then I saw, <laughs> I saw um, there was interviewing this guy, and he basically has a business where he's um, giving guys male wigs, like high tops and stuff like that. Um, and then it just made me think, I wonder if any of my mates would be okay with their, <laughs> their man having a headpiece <laughs> on his head. Um, you know, try to keep it fresh, trying to keep it cute, make sure the hairlines are lined and all that good stuff. Um, I mean, if girls have wigs and all these other extensions, then is there really an issue with guys having it? Listen, <laughs> I personally don't think it's an issue, but my oh. personal preference would be that my man does not wear lace frontal. Oh, Why? Because I just, I don't really feel comfortable with the idea of him using what to be in front of the mirror, you know. <laughs> the 30 second, oh babe, wait, I just need to wait At the end of the day, happy. like flinging it off, put it on the back of the door. Mm. Like I just, it's just, no. It's not for you. It's just not a bit of me. You but do what makes you happy, lads. Mm. What about you, what about you lot? What are you saying, male wigs? No, man. I mean, no. Nah, Trying like, to keep it fresh and cute? I, I don't really... It just doesn't phase me, in it. Like it just doesn't. If you want a wig, you want a wig. Mm. But obviously, I kind of prefer my guys. <laughs> Griffin hair, onto the head and the oh. But the thing is that it's just like can't then the guys turn around and say the same thing. About exactly, us they so can, like, but they don't have really to be, be with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfectly fine. But that's how I'm just kind of looking. I'm kind of putting together. I didn't force you to be here. Yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing against. I don't really. If you want a wig, then you want a wig. Especially with there might be other reasons why they specifically want a wig. No, some of them just want to look good still. Yeah. But yeah. If you have a receding hair, hairline. Hair transplant vibes. True. Mm. I'm actually not mad at that. A lot of people. Because they won't come off. Mm. It's just the wig. The idea of you flinging it off at the end of the day. Do you know what it is? We'll talk all this talk, but if you yeah, meet a guy really and you love him up and no, he's everything for you, no, 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 no. And on date five, you find out he's like, oh, babe, I can't lie. Like my head is just so hot. This wig, and you say, like, but you're already in it. You're not gonna. But that stop. means you don't know me well. Date five. That's what it means. I don't know. He could be lit. You're obviously talking in between. He could be in. lit, but... Yeah, but it's not that... Like, it's not far gone. Yeah, it's not far gone. Guys, I'm not a dater. I don't know. I don't know what happens <laughs> at date five, bitch. I'm just I'm trying not to... a dater. All right, cool. Date date 15 then. I don't flippy know, do I? But listen... But by that point, I probably would have seen the um no, the lace coming he, up. He might be good. He, he <laughs> might have done all the YouTube tutorials. I can spot a lace front on me. It might not be a I lace front. It. it might be like a closure... I can spot it. ...wig situation. I can spot it. He might have just added tracks onto the, the back. That's that's not too bad. Oh, so you don't mind? Griffin a bit, a few tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we don't really care, but it's just funny. Like, I was just watching it and just thinking, wow, like, the future's really here, isn't Would it? Would you mind? I don't, I, honestly, I don't know. No, that's not the, the question. No, honestly, I actually don't Would you don't mind, know. yes or no? If he wasn't attractive, if I found him attractive with the wig, then <laughs> I don't know. Because if he was bold underneath, She's I don't think yes. I'd care either. I'd rather him just be bold, to be fair. Yeah, but some people have very awkward head shapes, so... I'd, I'd just I'd rather, rather that than a wig. But if you if you, if you love them, then exactly the Ex- no. no. Except no. the mad head shape. <laughs> the head shape could get real. That's what rules. love is. No. Some people have dents and bolts in their heads. Like, I'm scared. (laughs) I'm scared. Some people have cheese grater heads. I don't know. There's just a lot going on. Um, But I mean, I don't know. What would you rather, though? The guy with the male wig or the guy that always wears hats? The guy that wears hats. The guy that wears hats, hats, yeah. But washes his hats. Not many of them do. (laughs) (laughs) I've come across some smelly-ass hats in the past. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I mean... 
So what we saying? Hack. You guys. I'm hack guy. Sorry. Hack guy. What if he takes it off and it's a neo situation? <laughs> Anyone seen? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I hate when you lot go silent because you make me seem like a bitch. But I'm just bringing the questions to the people. <laughs> that I will still accept him. Like that's I my man. Imagine him. I will accept it. Okay. Fine. All right. Well, moving on from male wigs. Anyways, <laughs> listeners, let us know if any you know you've come across a guy that's had a male wig. Yeah. I don't think they'll say it yet though. But the day will come. Give give it three to five years. Remember this conversation. It's hitting the mainstream. It's true. You know what? This kind of reminds me of a post that I saw on Instagram Mm. about maintaining an element of mystery in relationships. Mm. And one lady mentioned about how, basically, why would you let your man watch you put your wig on? Then she went on to say... um, you want to retain some some sense of mystery about yourself. After your man watches you do your hair and makeup, part of your appeal is loss. Why are men like that? Who knows? But they are. Always keep some things private from your man. It works their nerve. So yeah, it was like top tip. Never let a man see how you put yourself together. Dude. Do we agree or disagree? Dude, man, that that's extra. That doesn't really relate to me, to be fair. Mm. Cause especially because I'm not really a makeup person in general, so mm. they're gonna see me regardless. Like, mm. with all, I literally, I hardly wear makeup, mm. so wouldn't really relate to me. And I've applied my wig on in front of someone before. So Way you took the I plunge. Mean, Wait, what was like, it like the first time though? Like, do you have that conversation in your head? Like, okay, I'm actually gonna do this. No, it's just like, honestly, it didn't that deep yeah it's not care. he's like he's got sisters it's not that deep yeah like it just he, i don't know it didn't it wasn't a thing for me like i just yeah. it wasn't that problem for me to be fair i don't know i mean i get it i do but it's just i feel like everyone's different yeah maybe putting the wig on mm. for like in front of him is like kind of you're that comfortable yeah I think if you take it away from the wig and makeup thing in general, mm. like I kind of do like the idea of maintaining an element of mystery, but not in the way of like you're hiding insecurities mm. or something yeah. like that, but trying to keep things fresh and interesting. Mm. It's important because at the end of the day, if you're with someone long term, it can get stale and it can get boring. So you yeah. don't want it to be a situation where he's never surprised by anything. Mm. Like if you're having a date night, wear a dress that he hasn't worn yeah. before I mean, that you haven't worn before um well i mean if he wants to wear dresses i don't know it's a free world i think that's but, what the post was trying to get yeah. at but it was really worded terribly yeah <laughs> i think yeah, that's that a good thing poorly absolutely but i get where she's coming from like mm. i do get because you need some sort of jazz in the relationship yeah exactly. but the whole wig business and makeup stuff is just like and I feel like it goes both ways. Like he should also maintain an element of mystery on my for well. me as well. How would how would men maintain an element of mystery to you though? Like, like what could they do? Mm-hmm. It's just some things like if you're having a bad day, like just surprise me by telling me you're gonna cook me something. I guess appearance like, I wise, know. what could they do though? Like equivalent. I mean, get a fade. Yeah, yeah. it's not really like maintaining that. mystery though. Get a pedicure. You kind of could do that. Like, I don't expect you to get a fade and you come back with one. I really don't. Like... <laughs> Mangled. Yeah, like, I just feel like men should also take care of their like, nails. <laughs> Especially as they get older. I just think we're at that age now where it's like, come on. And I just... Mm-hmm. Just get a nail file out. I look at hands, you know. I actually look at hands a lot. Mm. 
Like, I, I feel like it, I can tell a lot about someone if the hands look, you know. Mm. Mash up. <laughs> no. I like, had nice hands. If I'm seeing, like, dirt under your fingernails, I just mm. buy. <laughs> I look at the finger. I look at just the fingernails. That's what just, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but also in terms of maintaining the element of mystery, I think there's the girls that are that... Uh, that are at the extreme where they'll be like, no, I'm going to be my whole full self. I'm going to fart in front of him. That's not burp me. Burp in front that's of him. Um, pee with the door either. open. Do it's this, in... do that. And it's just like, uh, babe. I, I could pee. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's not, not, I could pee more. But even still, I wouldn't really, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't openly be like, all right, let's, yeah. let's go I'm going to leave it open every time. Exactly. I actually don't believe that people shit with like, like shit while someone else no, is brushing their teeth. I think that's just teeth. too that's much. Disgusting. Some people like, really do that. Like, people actually do that though. Like, yeah. Like, that's just disgusting. Like, if you're brushing your teeth, that shit air is going to go into your mouth. Why do I want to smell the fumes? How did we get here? No, it's true though. That's actually nasty. It's gross. And also, that's my sacred time, man. This that's the I'm one saying. time in life where you're just not disturbed by anything. You're just in your own zone. No, but yeah, that's, I don't know. I think that's when the girl wants to be mandem, mandem. And it's like, that's cute and everything, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're still someone's girl. So let's... I mean, whatever floats your boat. If it works yeah. for you, it works for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everyone has someone for them. But I, I, I agree with the element of mystery thing. I can't mm-hmm. lie. Let, let him get a little bit excited by small changes or noticing something different. I like it. Mm-hmm. Keeps things fresh. And we're back. Quick fire, <laughs> would you rather questions? Go. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Go. Fur. Scales. Fur. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> quick fire. Oh, scales. Okay, so you guys would rather be dry and dusty. <laughs> We're going to be soft. Okay, wait. Yeah, I, mean, I think fur, and it makes the most sense, because listen, I can shave it when nothing, it's hot. No, but there's nothing, worse, there's, there's nothing worse than being hot. Like, we can shave it. Not. People would love to hug yeah, you. You know, like normal, naked man. cats. Um, we just shave it. I'm always hot in it, so if I have fur, no, but I'm just going to be shaved. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd rather the scales? So You'll when be someone itchy. touches you, just... Maybe, that, maybe I don't want people to touch me. How about that? <laughs> I just touched that, guys. You can touch me. Okay, go. Quick fire. Second one. Next. Would you rather become someone else or just stay you? That was just stay you. I'm not trying to inherit other people's problems. I can just about deal with mine. Right now, right now, I'll be someone else. I'd rather be me. Right now. You say that. My life ain't that bad. No, it's true. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just reading off the internet, man. All right, go on. We'll do five. Three more. Would you rather go to a movie or to a dinner alone? Oh, that's dead. Another question. No, no, question. Shut question. up, man. <laughs> would, would you rather? Safari, Wait, where is it? Where is it? What? Safari. <laughs> I thought you meant the Safari Nickelodeon. No, internet, internet, internet. Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year of your life? What? What? Would you rather be in jail for a year? So lose a year of my life. I don't know when I'm going to die. It's like a coma what's sort of thing. What's the difference? Lose a year of my life. Basically, would you rather be in jail for a year or be in a coma for a year? Yeah, but being in jail is. I would rather be in a coma. I don't yeah, know what's right. going on. Do you know what I mean, I don't wake up. To Obviously, you touch wood. Four walls <laughs> and my shitty little Hypothetically. bed. Hypothetically. <laughs> okay. I don't know. You know. 
what? Do you not know what prison is? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we don't, we don't, we don't, but... <laughs> no, but as in like... But I can imagine that it's not really... How have you like, not dealt if, with lockdown? No, 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 because if I was ever going to be in jail, like, <laughs> I feel like it'll be for like <laughs> something <laughs> corporate. Oh, so I might yeah. end up in this like a rehabilitation centre. This, this ain't America, babe. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't America, babe. You're not getting no... One of them embezzlement prisons or some shit. I ain't going to no HMP. Oh, girl. So you'd rather go to prison for a year. I don't want to lose a year. You can't choose what crime it is. The question is very simple. Stop trying to lawyer your way out of it. <laughs> Either you're going to prison or you lose losing a year. I'm going to prison then. Wow, that's crazy. I'm going to prison. No, man, I'm in a coma. Go on, Renee, what are you doing? No, I'm definitely losing a year. I can't do it. Do you know what I mean? We don't even know when Damn. they're like... One extra year. There's been some years in your life that you just know was useless and it's just like, well, could have fast forwarded this I wouldn't this want one. to. I don't like the idea of like endless sleep like that. But you're not gonna why are you guys assuming it's a coma because that's what I said it was <laughs> first <laughs> well <laughs> next question <laughs> wait that one listen that one alright okay. what was that would you rather have a flying carpet or a car that can drive underwater Whoa, what? that's like I think I'd go underwater because listen. Do you know what, how slow that's gonna be? What's the percentage that of the ocean that hasn't been explored yet? You're gonna be scary. driving down the River that's Thames. That's what you're gonna be driving. <laughs> I don't know where you lot think you are. driving down River Thames? What open water is around oh. you right now? I thought we were talking about this in general, like. Yeah, but. In general, yeah, 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 in general. Like, it could be the ocean. Around the flipping world, like... Why do you want to drive through the ocean? Drive under the Indian Ocean jet. I mean, do you I know how long that's going to take? I won't be doing that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flying carpet! I want a flying carpet. <sighs> Just do your thing, innit? That's mad to me that you don't choose flying carpet. All right, go on. Because I want to see underneath the water, like, I don't... Swim! I can't swim! <laughs> <laughs> fucking bosses. Okay, last one, then we're gone. <sighs> last one, then we're gone. I'm trying to find something. It better be a good one. Sorry, are you online shopping right now? <laughs> this, bitch, this bitch is online shopping during the podcast. If you want to know how dedicated we are, guys, here you have it. <laughs> I got an email just checking in. Yeah, just checking, she says. Would you rather be constantly tired no matter how much sleep you constantly get or be hungry no matter how well, much food you eat? Of course I'd be tired, man. I mean, I'm tired of... I'm, <laughs> tired. I'm I've been tired. Um, yeah, no, being hungry constantly is not fun. So, no, yeah, at I'd all. Rather be tired. I'd rather be tired. I'm always oh, tired that anyway. that's a bad one. All right, we'll oh just leave it at that God. then. That's how we're going to end every podcast, I've decided. Oh. Quick fire, would you rather? Five questions. That's going to be our new thing. All right, guys, on that note, thank you for listening to episode eight. Let us know what you think. We are the Get It Together podcast. Mm-hmm. I've been Jarrada. I've been Orika. I've been Teresa. I've been Renee. And we are over and out of this bitch. Woo! Bullet, bullet, bullet.